I'm here uh, with the the legend, the wonderful, friendly man, Dr. Richard Scott. Hello. Andy, don't, don't big me up too much. The, the <laughs> pressure is too, pressure is simply too great. But thank you. Thank you for that nice introduction. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, so uh, Dr. Richard Scott, GP or family practitioner, joins me every week here on the Get Your Home Show. And we talk about topical health issues. Sometimes we'll also do some quick fire questions to the doctor. And if you're thinking, well, what sort of questions could I ask? Um, it's the kind of thing, this is the, wherever you are in the world, you might have a different name for this, but Richard is the sort of person you go to first. It'd be your local family doctor. Would that be about right? Uh, spot on. Cool. Right. Now, uh, last time we spoke, we spoke on cold water plunges. You and I had our own thoughts um, <laughs> of, okay. That others can do it that's fine uh and i know you've got some other stuff and we've got some comments on that as well uh but do you want to start us off because you were looking at the health benefits of it is it good is it bad last time uh, and this time you've looked at some of the other side of it yes i, I thought i mean I just to very briefly mention from last time you know when we went through it um i realized in my studying that you know that cold dips have been around for many thousands of years and, and lots of different cultures from the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, uh, uh, up to the uh, up to up to the present day. Um, so uh, you know, that's the sort of history, and and therefore there's some there seems to be something in it over the you know, long course of time that's been recognised. And modern day science spotted that there's physical benefits uh, and there's mental benefits. So physically, it reduces inflammation, muscle soreness, which is why um, you know top athletes, the Andy Murrays of this world, and others. Uh, have these cold dips after after exercise helps us fight infection helps our metabolism mentally and this is interesting from raising our endorphins uh, dopamine adrenaline this sort of feel-good hormones what it what it is that raises it it's a sudden shock to the system as you can imagine jumping in cold water or even just reducing the cold in the shower it's a shock to the system and bang the hormones hormones get going the fight or flight response but that seems to be good for us generally speaking in it increases our focus, our concentration, our alertness. So it's good, um, generally speaking. Um, however, I did think this week, well, I'll just have a quick look, you know, what might be the, the, the bad effects of cold water dips? So anyone who, want, you know, if you want to go into anything in life, you need to know the good side and the bad side. So I looked into it. And uh, yeah, there are a few bad effects, particularly if you've got heart disease. So uh, the overall recommendation is if you have heart disease, this is not for you. Um, stick to gentle exercise, stick to what your doctor says, take your pills, um, you know, walk a bit more, etc. But don't, uh, the cold water dips seem to be a bad idea. Why? Well, in this fight and flight response with your adrenaline going uh, berserk, up goes your heart rate, up goes your blood pressure, up goes your respiratory rate. Now, if you've already got a raised blood pressure, that's not such a good thing. And this is a, it's a stress on the heart. Um, which, if your heart is already stressed, may not be good for you. And, for example, somebody with heart disease who suddenly decides to go underwater in really cold water, if you get this uh, this rise in heart rate, blood pressure, respiratory rate, you can develop what's called a cold shock response, where you suddenly gasp. Now, if you're underwater and you gasp, a bad idea. In goes cold water, and that you know that 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 can lead to your rapid demise. So, I don't want to be too negative here, but <laughs> if you've got heart disease this is not a smart thing to do certainly if people do it too long do you remember last time we said well you know maybe start off for a minute maximum for two minutes not every day 
perhaps 11 minutes seems to the studies seem to show in a week 11 minutes in a week so it's not a huge amount to you know maybe a couple of minutes maybe three minutes you know, times four times a week that that's the sort of max that's recommended it helps burn off fat as well you know it seems to be good helps people sleep but if you do it for too long clearly you can get frostbite <laughs> yeah not not a good idea um as we mentioned with heart disease various problems but if you're unlucky and do it for too long well arrhythmia so that's an unusual heart rate something that andy you yourself have been aware of yeah um that might give you a get out clause <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, but arrhythmias even heart attacks if you do it for too long so it's it's meant to be a short sharp shock to people who don't have heart disease yes do it too long frostbite hypothermia clearly if you do it too long well you can you know your body can no longer cope um actually remember what happens in when you get very cold as the blood is shunted to the center of the body to protect the vital organs but if that's the case and you're in a really cold river your arms and legs therefore the peripheries have less blood supply you can't move them as well you can't swim as well so you just need to look after yourself be careful uh, anybody who's planting doing this you know there are of course benefits but you know you don't want to get a cold shock you can get cramps if you're unlucky and then again your arms and legs don't work which is why if you're cold swimming you never do this alone a bit like people shouldn't climb mountains alone it's just dumb you know if you suddenly <laughs> break a leg or sprain an ankle you know you need help don't cold water swim on your own it's just not smart um so i think you know there are many benefits both physically and mentally but you know sensible advice and the studies show don't do it if you've got heart disease don't cold water swim on your own there are you know there are things that can go wrong so you know be kind to yourself <laughs> go for the benefits and and uh, try and avoid the dangers if possible uh yes <laughs> i'm still stoked after the last one i love this topic um cold water plunges when we talk about um, um issues of the heart can you just give us some examples that people might associate with those heart conditions that would quite potentially preclude us from doing this and i think i mentioned one which is high blood pressure yeah if you've already got a cardiac arrhythmia so your heart isn't running smoothly it's not your rhythm isn't normal then bearing in mind a cold dip can trigger arrhythmias that that wouldn't be smart so i think if you've got um bear in mind it could also cause heart attacks if you've got um third up coronary arteries to start with you get angina you get chest pain on exercise then again this is probably not for you um you know we're, try we're in the business of keeping people alive longer not shortening their life <laughs> <laughs> that's not smart you wouldn't you don't go to a doctor asking you know how can i shorten my life you go <laughs> hopefully trying to lengthen it so yeah i think you've got pre-existing heart disease heart arrhythmias angina high blood pressure not for you mm. cool okay um i i have had two mm. episodes of a fibrillation mm. quite a few years apart quite a few years ago so i think i'm good i can't do this i'm okay with that think you can cross this one off <laughs> that's fine by me um however someone did get in touch and said i listened to the interview with richard i really really want to try it but i'm really struggling to get it's basically a, a, the, the mind issue of how can i possibly finish exercise and warm down but using cold so i think there was that kind of that mental disconnect of well, i looked into this one actually it's interesting because certainly you, you can you can do your exercise then then whether it's you know slowly bring down the shower or a very brief very cold dip what you then need to do is make sure you warm up again afterwards not i don't mean exercise but i mean get warm quickly mm. so you know this is a a cold short sharp shock 
uh, which liberates your adrenaline, makes you feel better, reduces inflammation and soreness. But once you've done it, you then need to warm up again. Whether it's going back into a, a warm shower or just simply toweling yourself down, making sure you get your clothes on afterwards. So, yeah, do warm up again afterwards, or, or at least get. Sorry, I should phrase that differently. Get warm afterwards, um, <laughs> because uh, you know it's it's meant to be a short shock, not a not a prolonged one. Um, we were chatting about this as a family before, and we um, the, the general consensus was maybe we'd like to try it one day, but can we try it when it's hotter? <laughs> <laughs> sure, try it. Try like. Uh, again, you know, this is meant to work. I think these things are meant to work for us, not against us. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, it, it's it's worth a go. And I, I personally would start gently. It's a bit like you know, when you don't, in, a, in a gym, you don't suddenly turn yourself into Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, you, you go up through <laughs> go up through the gears, don't you? And I think this that's important, especially for something like this that seems unnatural. Um, you know, let's 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 do it slowly, slowly and gently. Right. We have a a, a different comment, which is actually a, a positive one. So uh, this is from some of the USA. I was a sweaty mess after shoveling snow. Uh, it was so hot. So I decided to take a cold shower to see if it would help my aching back, shoulders, neck. And I actually do feel better. Still sore, but not as bad. Uh, and then they reference how they've used ice packs mm. um, in, in uh, certain points. Uh, I always used to do a cold water finish and I enjoyed it. I think I'm going to start doing it again. Well, they well, that's very positive. You're quite right about an ice pack. Say you sprain your ankle, it's swelling quickly, get the ice on. We know it reduces swelling, it reduces inflammation, and you recover quicker. Um, I remember doing a very dumb thing where I slipped down a step in, towards my house a few years ago on a cold day, a cold wet day, banged my shin, and I thought, oh, that's just a bit sore, uh, and ignored it. And a few hours later, I thought, goodness me, that's sore. And I lifted up my trouser leg, a massive uh, hematoma, um, like that. <laughs> just a huge swelling and i was thinking goodness you, you should have taken that more seriously you should have got the ice on that's what you would have told someone to do <laughs> buy it to yourself so uh, i think yeah, absolutely that's a sensible thing it does reduce soreness inflammation that's a definite positive um, it's interesting isn't it how sometimes we know the right advice and we forget to apply it to our own selves very true <laughs> right um I, the, the frostbite and the hypothermia the heart attack thing I, I knew, I think I mentioned this last time when we, we, we first mentioned this topic, I knew about the issue with uh, Marines who do cold water training for the UK Army. And when they jump into the water, they have a rope just in case there's an issue. I thought that was a heart attack. I hadn't linked it also to being that underwater gasp, as you put it. Well, it, it might be the gasp. It might also be an arrhythmia. And what an arrhythmia will do if it's a really fast and irregular one will we'll drop your blood pressure. So suddenly you're unable to respond um which may lead to a heart attack but but may just simply drop your blood pressure and thus, thus therefore lead to a little a mini collapse which of course in, a, in cold water conditions is a bad place to have one so very sensible to rope themselves up hence don't do these things alone like mountains <laughs> don't do it, do it exactly on your own and don't do life alone it's good to have people <laughs> right i think that's the, i think we've ticked off cold water therapy now excellent excellent well, next week, I want to move on to a new subject, which is there's been a lot of studies on how to live longer, with particular reference to some communities around the world that seem to have an enormous number of centenarians, people living beyond 100. And what have we got to learn from them? What's it all about? And so, uh, again, this is relatively new stuff. There was even a TV programme uh, on this subject I watched uh, a few weeks ago. And it got me thinking, this is they've got something. Um, what is it and how can we yeah, how can we distill it so uh, yeah I think that's where we'll go next week if that's okay 
No, that sounds good. I love the news stories that occasionally pop up when they have something been married a really long time or alive a long time. And what's what's the secret? What's the secret? <laughs> and I love some of the responses. I have a whiskey every morning, and you can see the journalist is thinking. That's not where I thought this was going to go. Um, it's probably not tied into a long life, but it's just I love I love some of the uh, the stories and responses. Yes, and ab absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm looking forward to doing a little bit of studying on that one. And uh, yeah, same time next week we'll uh, we'll we'll approach it and attack it. Fantastic. There you go. Cold water. We've uh, we've we've covered that one. Um, yep. If you've got any questions for Richard, uh, we take topics mostly. So if you've got a topic that you've seen in the news recently, you think is this really good is it bad what's the real what's the real deal with this uh, you can send those to us and richard will go and research that for you and then every so often we'll also do a quick fire set of questions so any questions that you would like to send to your family doctor you can send to me to ask richard just email us here in the studio hello at pure 247 radio hello at pure 247 radio.org richard thank you as ever just top of one thing that's quite interesting to say my you know, your family doctor may mean that i'm their family doctor what's rather <laughs> not when i when i listen to rick warren a famous american pastor on, on on premier radio he says yeah as your pastor and this is of course going out around the world as your pastor I'm thinking really, that's a big job <laughs> pastoring <laughs> the entire world <laughs> so you can think of me as your family doctor and i'm certainly here to, to help but um, don't forget, you you should have your own proper family doctor. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I did actually say it a few times. I don't, um, you know, I feel quite blessed. I have a, a weekly appointment with my with my GP, but it's, um, I do share it with the entire world, so I think that's okay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> right, thank you, Richard, and we'll be back next week for more. Thanks, Andy. All the best. Pure twenty four seven radio is listener supported which means we are free, online and always pure because of the generous support of our listeners. If you would like to contribute financially, please visit pure247radio.org. If you'd like to find out how we use your money, please visit the Our Cost section. Any donation of any size will help keep us on air and broadcasting for free. Thank you.